in terms of soita today. This is very important. We have finished off saying we have a machloikas from Yeshua Rebeliezer. We've effectively got three opinions because we all said the Braisa. We've got Rabbi Yeshua said two witnesses for warning, two witnesses for seclusion. Rebeliezer, according to our Mishnah, said two witnesses for warning, one witness for seclusion. Rebeliezer, according to Rabbi Yosef Yehuda and the Braisa, said one witness for warning, two for seclusion. So I've got three opinions. Now, Let's take a look. Omar Rabbi Hanina. We are eight lines from the bottom of the page. I assume it's 2B4? Yeah, five, maybe. Five. Oh, a little bit off. See, I'm not a GPS. Omar Rabbi Hanina. Says Rabbi Hanina Misura. There were two main centers of Torah in Babel in Iraq. Surah and Bumbadisa. And he was in the city of Surah. And he said the following line. A man should not tell his wife in today's time the following. Don't be secluded with that guy. He should not say it to his wife even if there's not in front of witnesses. Why? Maybe we hold la locha like who said that a warning a husband can give even privately. And then later she becomes secluded. We've got witnesses she was secluded. So what happens now? Yeah, then she maybe have to get divorced. So can she drink the waters? No. There's no waters. We haven't got the base of English, unfortunately, to check out. And he forbids it in prohibition forever, which means they now become prohibited and they are obligated to get divorced. Well, the kusuba, that's a point. Oh, 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 very good. So the Maisa, she doesn't get a kusuba in this case because if we can't do the word soita waters and you got kino and stira, she loses. And that's in these times. In these times. So, so comes along Rabbi Hanina, fascinatingly, and says, you know what? Today, do not warn your wife even privately. Don't be alone with this guy because what happens if she's secluded? I got witnesses to that. Now it becomes also you forbidden to each other. You have to get divorced even if she didn't do anything. And why? Because maybe we hold like Rabbi Yosef Yehuda in Rabbi Eliezer. And this is Gepaskin in Shulchan Aruch. So what you're asking, Ivan, make your question stronger. We, 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 we've got who we go by. So, what's your promise, Rabbi Hanina? So what should he have said? Come on. You're on the right track, Ivan. You know, he's rolled up the sleeves, but he's got to come with the right hook now. Huh? <laughs> Doc? I'm saying that argument doesn't hold, because, you know, if you, if you hold by mainstream, then um, basically the argument for... Oh, medical medical thing. No problem. No? Who can give me the, 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 the slam dunk over here? What's the problem with Rabbi Kanina saying? Maybe we hold like him and therefore don't warn your wife. She might become secluded after the witnesses and then you're stuck. It's going to be an issue on you. If you What's the issue on you? On relations. Right. In other words, because you have to get divorced. Yeah. And it could be she never did anything wrong. So that's good. I want to know what the problem is over here. Yes. That's right. He's going to be in serious trouble. The minute that she's secluded now in front of witnesses, 
you're stuck. So I understand the logic. Right. But but can we go one step further? Yes. That if in a proper soitus situation, yes, they have relations on the way to the beta mitzvahs. That's why they said they'll come down. Yes. But if they do, then it's then it's a close case. Nothing happens. It's an ill. Right so that's coming later. We'll have to see about that later. The, the bottom line is... The bottom line is he would become forbidden to her. And the only way to permit her is the mesoita, which we don't have. We haven't got the waters. Okay, what I'm saying is in the proper soil, they had relations, the whole case falls away. Yeah, yeah, but we're not, but we're not, talk, but we're not talking about the proper soita now because now we're talking about in our times. Okay, but she would be a soita, but just we can't do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, in a soita, then the land of every relations, and then it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I hear what you're saying. It's like an immoral act that, you, that you're doing, yeah. and then it stops the whole process. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What were you saying, Doc? Uh, you said that you've got to go with mainstream. What do you mean over there? I'm saying that um, your wife should be held by the, the minority. Of the oh, people. so this is, this is really, and Ivan was saying this, that what did Rebekinina say? Don't warn her privately because maybe we hold like Rabbi Yosibur in Rebeliezer and therefore you'll become forbidden. That's only according to him. And guess what? I'll make your question stronger. We have a rule. In our Mishnah, we've got Rabbi Shur Rebeliezer. There's a rule. Rabbi Shur always is the locha over Rebeliezer. That's the same rules that when you have two uh, opinions next to each other, we have rules who we go like. That was the tradition we received. And the Rambam says explicitly, we hold like Rabbi Yeshua. And therefore, we knock it out. So well, what's there to be worried about? But, the, but here comes the curveball. And the Rebbe, I'm sure, would give a share on this. The Rambam says, we hold like Rabbi Yeshua. You have to have two witnesses for warning and seclusion. But the Rambam paskins this, that you can't warn her today privately. Otherwise, you'll forbid it to you, which is a contradiction. Make up your mind. Because if you want it privately and then afterwards she's secluded, according to this opinion, yeah. that's kinui and stira, and the only way to permit her now is if she drinks the waters. Do we have that today? No. So therefore she's also for life. Is that the ruling that the Rambam made? The Rambam made, yes. So the Rambam contradicts himself. I understand that. In other words, the rule is like this, Keith. If you have warning and seclusion, yes. he either has to get divorced from her or she goes to basement to drink. If there's no base of English, what does he have to now do? Divorce her. So if he warns her privately, and then she secludes herself with witnesses who see that she's secluded, they have to get divorced. So don't warn her. Because if you warn her, you may end up having to divorce her. What? It's good to warn her. No, if you warn her, you may end up having to divorce her. No, if it's good to warn her, then she won't do it. Oh, so now that's a good swara, but we don't say that. We say that could be she will. Now, we mentioned before there is a so way out. In other words, you're saying to me, if you, if you warn her, then, she, then what's, in the, what's marriage? Because you're saying to the, the day to you, There's another way to do it. You don't have to warn her and say, don't be alone with this guy or else. You could say to her, let's talk about it, let's make a thing. You can have faith in your wife. Yeah, but you don't say, I'm warning you don't do this. Because if you warn her, you create the process now that could end up forbidding her. There are other ways to do it. Now, what happens if a guy has a weak moment. And he warns his wife, if I see you alone with that guy, and now he regrets it, he can, he, can actually, he can actually retract it as long as there hasn't been seclusion. 
right? which, is, which is called a mechila. Since he's the one, you know, just like let's say, um, let's say Ash owes me a hundred bucks, I can say I'm moichel. Right, I'm foregoing it. So if he warns his wife, we pask and he can forego it. As long as she hasn't been secluded. If she's already been secluded, you're stuck. So we're saying already, don't get on to first base. You understand? And now. How would, I, how would people know? How would anybody know that if you did it private, you can deny it? That's true, but again, again, that's true. But again, we're not talking about people that are just openly going to lie as a rule. If there's proof or if they admit as such, then that's it. Okay. So now, how do we understand this? So, Rav Moshe Goldberg brought down a fascinating Svara, which is a fascinating logic which the Achronim, the authorities, bring, which is very interesting. Let's put ourselves in the shoes of the woman. Let's say you're living at the time of the base of Megdosh. Why would she think that you need two witnesses for warning? Why would she think that you would have to have two witnesses for a good warning at the time of the base of Megdosh? What does she think you need two witnesses to create? To actually allow for. What's the, what's the end of the process of soita in the base of Migdash Tops? What do you do with those waters? You dissolve Hashem's name. That's a serious issue. Says the, says the Achreinim, a woman at the time of the base of Migdash will only take a warning seriously if you do it in front of two witnesses because she knows. How can it be that you can warn me privately and you're going to erase Hashem's name on that? Can't be. Must be at every step of the way you have watertight evidence. Now, in today's time, is there any erasing of Hashem's name? No. So in her mind, when he warns her, is that serious? That is serious. Because you don't need watertight proof because there's no erasing of Hashem's name. Think about it. When you come to the base of Megdosh and you've got Hashem's name, I need to have witnesses all along. So if you warn me privately, I'll laugh it off because you can't be serious. We're not going to end up raising Hashem's name based on that. But in today's time, where we don't have that, if you warn me between me and you, because ultimately that's all that's at stake, me and you, so then I'm going to take it seriously. So therefore comes along the Akronim and they say, a Chedish novelty, that the Rambam holds that everyone would agree in today's times that even one person, even the husband, warning his wife privately is a good warning. And therefore we count it. Ah, nice. What are you going to say? Nice. Nice. Didn't they stop the soita towards the end of the Okay, so that's true. So at the end of the, yeah, so at the end of, yeah, that's right. At the end of the second base of Mikdash time, they stopped soita because of the influence of the tzidukim, the heretics, so there were even men who started getting up to mischief. And the rule is that the waters only test the woman if her husband is moral. If the, not, the husband can have more than one wife, that's not a problem. But if the husband's getting up to monkey business, the waters don't check. And they found that that's what was happening. So they stopped the drinking of the soita waters. So then you're back to this situation. Correct. Absolutely. So the problem was, is they had to try and wait until the, mor- the morality increased again. Remember, there wasn't a, a, a prohibition forever they put. It was that we see the level has fallen. Once we get back to where we're supposed to. Remember, they were under, most of the time, under foreign rule. You know, other than the Hashmoneim, they were under Herodian kings 
who were subjugated to the Romans, and they liked the, the Sadducees, they didn't like the B'nai Torah. So because of that, they didn't have the muscle to force the Jews back into that way that they should have. So they were waiting for the time they could do that and then bring the waters back. But you're right, it's the same as today. So this is Takeda Aloha. Do not warn your wife, and if you do, straight away, you need to go and regret it and forgo it uh, in front of her that you're retracting it. Otherwise, you may land up in hot water. Nevertheless, if it ever did happen that a guy warned his wife privately and she was secluded, ask a shyla. Ask a shyla always. You can retract it yourself without a bystander to retract it. Yeah, Pashtas, you can retract yourself. You can be moichel. It's better, obviously, to get Adem to do that because that's quite important. But this is the general idea. And this is actually brought in Shulchan Aruch, this piece, because most of the Soita laws, unfortunately, today, we can't apply them. But this is a Soita law which is applied today. Yes, Keith? Why did him, before she got married, yeah. right, she had other boyfriends before she got married, and then she, like, then, then she, that will never qualify as a soita. Soita is only talking about a married woman who monkeys around. She shouldn't monkey around before marriage, but it's less of a prohibition than if she's married. We wouldn't kill her for monkeying around before, but we will kill her for monkeying around after marriage if we have the necessary proof and warning. So there's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. So the Hiddish of the Rabbi Hanina is that it applies to today. Correct. Even though Rabbi Shuna said you need two, and that's how we paskin, the Chiddush is we are, we are saying in the name of the Akronim that today even Rabbi Shuna would agree. It's a big Chiddush there. Yeah. And, and, and the truth is, is that we have to appreciate that because the Shulchanan goes this way. The question the Poiskim clears, is there no way out if she is secluded? Can we not find a way? So that always, you know, you have to take to the right people to be able to analyze and see. Now, we said at the beginning that the word kino means what? What's kinoi? But what do we use the term as? As warning, right? Because that's what he's doing. However, the word normally for warning is asro, not kinoi. The word kinoi actually comes from the word kino, which means jealousy. So now we have to analyze why did the Torah describe the warning in the way of being jealous? It's called the water of jealousy, isn't it also? Oh, very good. You see, Ivan's throwing at me Gemara's and Shirim he's been listening to. Yeah, it's true. But we're going to see there's a Machloikas, how we define it. So let's just see the first one. Omanesh Lakish says, Rich Lakish, Malosh and Kinui. Why do we refer to the warning as Kinui? Because it's, listen closely, it's something that creates jealousy between who? Between her and others. Why? We see, warning can even be private, like Rabbi Yosef Yudah said. So if she's warned privately, now, Akif said she may take a very drastic step not to talk to any man. Not everyone knows that he was warned. For Amri, and they're going to say, What's she doing being so unfriendly? And then they're going to be upset with her. So if he warns her privately, she knows what he thinks. 
but the world doesn't know. So suddenly now she does she ignores people. She doesn't say hello to anyone. She ignores all the men. And then people are gonna say, What's wrong with her? Yeah? So it's gonna create antagonism between her and others. But that's only if you hold that warning it can even be private. If warning is in front of two witnesses, so then what happens? Everyone knows about it. Yeah, but isn't it like like dinner? She went out and like, uh, uh, you know, she shouldn't have gone out. Yeah, but there's, 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 there's levels, you know what I'm saying? There's being sneers and then there's being unfriendly and miserable, you know what I'm saying? There's a funny story Rabbi Dovodolovsky tells over, Schlitter. said there was, a, there was a, a guy who was trying to come on to a girl. And it was inappropriate, you know, she was a from girl, wasn't for marriage. So she said to him, drop down dead. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know what? You can, you, can, you can show the message without going to the extreme. <laughs> I have to stop there because of prayers. I've got prayers the next few nights, so I we'll have to just stop a few minutes early. Uh,